Turn it up. You're listening to Live and Loud with the Lord, Nelson, that is. again you know who it is it is yours truly the lord nelson that is hi the big guy with the big show from live and loud with the lord on the cms network with five royals entertainment and ladies and gentlemen once again you see him over there look at him look, he's just a distinguished musician look at him he's just <laughs> a distinguished bro <laughs> He's over there chilling. I love it. I love the way he's rocking the beard and everything. But I'm getting, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. You know, it, it, it's all love. It's all, it's all. No shave November, baby. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. Well, of course, as always, I'm going to read off a little something about this young man and and his band to kind of big him up before we get into it. And if he doesn't mind, I will proceed. Go ahead, Ladies man. and gentlemen, my next guest is a. Part of a three-man collective that incorporates amazing and invigorating vocals from melodic to hardcore. Their orchestration moves the listener with a passion and, and groove that is truly infectious and you can feel their energy flow effortlessly from them to their instruments, to the speakers, to your ears. Yes, these young men are truly gifted and talented and will bring you a definite ride of musical pleasure that will be branded in your mental for life. For life, yes. And now without further ado, live and loud with the Lord welcomes the great lead vocalist and guitarist, William Baker of the band, Hollow It's Hit, yeah. <laughs> What's Yo. going on, young man? What's up, what's up? Pretty much, man. I uh, just want to say thanks for you know having me on. And if anybody that's listening hasn't done it yet, make sure you just subscribe to this man's channel and all of his platforms. All right, that's how we do it. This guy right here, man. Listen, love, love, man. Reciprocated, man. Sure. <laughs> Embrace the reciprocated. Yes, sir. So the first question always is, where are you from, young man? I am from Wilmington, North Carolina. Wilmington, on the East man. Wilmington. Yo, that's like the beach town, right? Yeah, this is beach yeah, town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was with Stuck Mojo, we did a show in Wilmington, man. It was it was nice. It was nice. We had a had a great time in Wilmington. Yes, indeed. Beautiful okay, place. I'm, Beautiful place. Come back. Yeah, indeed, of course. <laughs> so, what's the best thing about being from Wilmington? Um, honestly, uh, the state is actually pretty cool because you can yeah. drive from the beach to the mountains within four hours. Right, right, right. Totally different environment. So, 
know, being by the beach, you get a whole different crowd of people in the summer and a whole different crowd of people in the winter. So, uh, uh, well, you know, I'm right here in South Carolina, so I can, <laughs> I can understand. You know how it is. <laughs> I know how it is. You know how it is. <laughs> of course. Nothing, what, what, nothing finer to be in Carolina. That's a true statement, man. That's right. Very, very true statement. So, so North Carolina has always had a vibrant music scene from what I know. Can you recall what the music scene was like for you as a teenager? Honestly, um, growing up, the music scene was very eclectic and it still is now. Right. You know, it's it's you know, you come to Wilmington and there's a lot of unless there's a big show coming through, it's a lot of cover bands, beach bands. And then right. you move into Raleigh or Charlotte and there's a lot of good, you know, rock and punk bands and then. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, there's there's a whole different kind of scene in here. Raleigh also has a good, you know, underground R&B and rap, yeah, rap genre too as well. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So, so, so the music scene is is it's always been pretty good though. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Comes and goes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how early in life did you have the desire to be a musician, and when did you fully commit to it? Honestly, uh, the first thought that I had was in high school. Mm -hmm. um, I'm I was in high school, 2001, 2005. So it was this one kid who was very, uh, very uh, egotistical and I wanted to be better than him. That was <laughs> the reason why I initially started, to be honest. But uh, I, I grew into to really loving it and wanting to dive into more. And I became serious, I'd say, about 10 years ago. So Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so what kind of music was in your household as a youth then? What, what were uh, honestly, it was, it was country. Country. So do you, okay, so now. So the good many, country. See, now listen, but hold on. So many people <laughs> say they don't love country music, and I'm like, what is wrong with country music? I don't understand it. I I, I get it. I, once again, I'm not a genre snob. I love all, all music. So why do you think people are so, you know, why is it such a pushback with, with, with some country music, man? Because I don't think they might not understand totally the difference between liking and respecting. I might not like all country artists, but I respect where they're at because right. they're at where I'm going. Right. So, because even though they may not have created the music, because, you know, in country and hip hop and pop and all that, there's 10 people to write a song <laughs> and rock. It's mostly, there's a lot less people than that involved. Uh -huh. So, right. you know, you know, you get into that, but I still respect the fact that there's all these people collaborating together. I don't know if I could work with 10 other people like that. Like, you know, <laughs> but they still have to sing it, right? They still have to uh, perform it. Of so, course. Of course, man. No, I, yeah. I love country music too. Like, you know, my, my guest that I have on right now, Cody Tucker, and he has his own show also. Wow, boy, he's just like, man, I can't. He's like, I'm like, what? He's like, Jason Aldean. And I was just like, come on, man. <laughs> but, you know, everybody's not going to like everything, you know? <laughs> you can't go wrong with the 90s country, though. That's that's the sweet spot of country music. So, see, you see, that's the sweet spot. See, I'm going back once again. Alabama, Oak Ridge Boys, Ronnie Mills have There's I'm a stranger in my house. You know, that's, <laughs> that's me. That's what I know. You know, Charlie <laughs> Pride. Willie Nelson, you know, my uncle. So, you know, it's all good. There you go. <laughs> so I know Good all of that stuff very well. Yeah, come on, man. I know <laughs> all of that stuff very, very well. So, you know, <laughs> so, so have you always been a front man? And, and who was the first person to tell you you had an amazing voice? Honestly, I've never always been a front man. I've been oh. mostly a guitarist. Oh. Um, my current guitarist now, uh, Nick, mm -hmm. him and I had a side project years ago. Oh, and... Boy. He was like, you're singing. And I was like, hell, I am. 
you know, and he's like, well, write something to this. So I did. Yeah. And, you know, he, you know, that was like a summer love six month type long, <laughs> you know, project. But ever since then, I really grew in love with the aspect of singing and playing and the the challenge that comes with it, though. Yeah. Oh, man, you've got a, listen, you got a great voice, dude. That's what you talking about. It doesn't even seem like, so you've never, you never <laughs> sang before that. I mean, I'm not just talking shower wise or just around the house, you know? So, so you never oh, just said. I'd say publicly. Like, yeah. I'd say publicly I've been singing maybe eight years. Mm -hmm. Really? Uh, full time, like really pushing it out there, probably six. So not that long, honestly. So I'm going to see, I'm I'm still, I'm trying to, ladies and gentlemen, I'm trying to pull it out of them. I want them to really. So back in the day when mom and dad are listening to country music, you're going to tell me you nope. were out there singing and, and, and nope. get out of town, man. Are you serious? No, man. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> Not at you, all. When you think of it, when you're younger and you think of a rock band, you think of a solo guitarist playing for a, a huge stadium, this crazy solo, okay. right? You never think about the, you know, the uh, the singing part of it. The, you know, if you really think about it in music and rock music, the, if it wasn't for guitars coming up with a lot of stuff, there might not be a lot of great melodies out there, right? Uh, so, I mean, you can have great melodists. You can have great vocalists that put a melody to it. But right. if you didn't have the space to create You do have melody. to have that. Yes, indeed. You know, they always say it starts off with the drums, but then a guitar... I, I feel you. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. I, I am biased. I'm a guitarist, so. <laughs> Listen, yeah, because see, as a as a lyricist, as a writer, you know, I know what I feel because a melody could just play in my head without me having to hear anything. It's just how I'm vibing to it. And so but you place it in the environment. You no, have to. No, have I, I got you. Listen, listen. He <laughs> is definitely a guitar. He is a musician. Look, baby. Look, let me tell you something. It is the egg before the hen. Okay. <laughs> so here, here's a, another Lord Nelson quote. This is what I say. This is what I believe. The music draws you in. Yep. It it gets you. But the lyrics keep you. That's mm -hmm. my take on it. That's how I see it. And so now, look, you see over here, you see that That's guitar over there? Look, my, my, my brother, Matt Acevedo, I'm in a band with right now, the magnificent Matt Acevedo, as I call him. He's an amazing guitarist, an amazing musician. He and his wife gifted me that guitar, and I've always wanted a guitar. And so I, I've been practicing, but I'm going to tell you, I have so much respect for you guys of playing a guitar and having that that craft and that art artistry and how much time and effort it takes to play that instrument right there and getting your fingers and do I was just like this is amazing. I've been looking at it and I just like I say I'll pull it out every so often pause. I pull it out every so often and I'll play it and I'm just like man, you know, it's crazy, but I just want to big you guys up for that because it really is something else to play guitar. So, but uh I, I am I am still a lyricist and Welcome to our fold. And now we're gonna get you all over. We're gonna get you on the other side. So how easy or difficult is it for you to navigate between melodic and hardcore vocals without harming your voice? Because I know some, you know, like I'd asked, I've asked Relent that that question, man. It's, I mean, come on now. Look, I mean, when you're starting out, you're always gonna mess it up, right? You just can't be afraid of doing that. Yeah. And 
you know, and then, you know, the second part is not afraid to ask for advice or help. So, you know, going through that, yeah, I messed it up a few times, but, you know, I knew my limits when it came to that. Right. So now it's just about, you know, it's, it's all about your preparation beforehand. So, you know, when, then when you do the switch and then also delegating certain like vocal tasks to somebody in your band, like our drummer, he can do really, really, really good screens. So okay. there might be some overlapping things that would, you know, he could take care of that would also, you know, give longevity to my, my voice as well throughout shows. I feel you. I feel you. Because just watching you and listening to you and seeing that transition from, you know, something so melodic and then going into the scream, I was just like, see? <laughs> well, it's, good, it's good to see that because I've seen a lot of people or a lot of bands where they'll just have the one guy, he's just screaming or he's, you know, so or his death vocals, but it's not transferring into the melodic side like you're doing. So, once again, it goes back to when I say about the singing thing and you doing what you're doing. It's uh, it's kind of amazing that it's just been a few years for you doing that, man. You, you've always had that talent and didn't know, but your drummer knew. He knew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got to get a lot of credit, honestly, to yeah. uh, to just just people that I've talked to at shows and just not being afraid to ask them for advice and right. do this and how do you do that and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've taken some lessons from Melissa Cross and she's, if nobody's done that and you're vocalist, whether you scream or sing or both, yeah. if you haven't done it, you're cutting yourself short, man. Let me yeah. tell you something. Take some she's lessons. amazing. Yeah. You, you, uh, so you're saying, especially from her? Oh yeah. She's well known throughout the music community with like yeah. Caleb from Beartooth and, and Matt and from, you know, uh, both from my Valentine. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember all these bands, Bad Omens, like yeah. they've all get lessons from this lady and you know, I've I haven't done a personal lesson with her, but I've taken lessons from her and just utilize that. And it's just been if you're not doing that, pay for it. Invest in yourself. You are cutting yourself short if you don't. You know, you know, I'm listening to you very, very closely because I always laugh at my wife. She's just like, well, you know, you can rap and do this. But, you know, you you're singing. Is I was like, listen, I sing how I sing. I'm a bootleg Luther <laughs> Vandross. I'm whatever like that. <laughs> Like, like stop, stop talking. I said other people tell me I sound all right. I can I can hold a note all okay. I was like, but well, man, oh man, but you know how when it's close to home, they're gonna be harder on you. So it's it's, it's all yeah. <laughs> it is. But now nah, I'm gonna have to check her out most definitely, man. Thank you for that. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so you as well as Nick have gone to school for music. How much has this education helped you guys in Hollow Intent? Quite a bit, actually. Um, you know, he went to school more on the theory side of things. So right. utilizing that for him. Whereas for me, I did a lot more of studying songs like right. the Beatles, Billie Eilish, uh, artists yeah. like that, yeah. mm-hmm. studying their song structure and how they do things and how they market it and audio wise what they've done. So, I mean, the combination of both of us putting our heads together with two different areas of the same that just overlap, it's just been it's been great to work with because I'm like, what notes are you playing there? Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh. Punch it into the synth or whatever. And, you know, and then he's like, well, why did you do the chorus? You know, why did you do verse break, verse break, verse break chorus instead of verse chorus, verse chorus? And, you know, and just doing those different things and sharing our, uh, what we've learned has been, it's been great. Right, right. It, it, and it's, it's wild. I can remember Rich when he would send me music and he would just like, I, I wouldn't think you were going to put the, he just allowed me to be me, which is a great mm-hmm. thing when you're, when you're a lyricist and vocalist, he allowed me to write how I saw fit. So when, the, when the music's playing, he's just like, 
oh man, I, I wouldn't even think the chorus should go there. I was like over here. I was like, nah, man, this is what I'm feeling. This is the vibe, and this is how it is, man. It's just just crazy. And he was just like, but no, it works. I was just like, yeah. So you know, you never know what people are listening to or what they're hearing. And so, you mm -hmm. know, having that creative spirit with each other to do what you do, man, and and, and it, man, it's a beautiful thing, man. Really, it's a beautiful thing. And it's such off of what you just said there, you know, that's why I love about these guys is we actually recently just added a bassist. Um, oh, you very, did? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just added a uh, Matt is his name. Um, dude's fantastic as well. He's he was you know primarily guitarist and he picked up the bass and right. love what we're doing. We love what he's doing. But anyways, to touch base on what you said, you know, like. I'm constantly writing. So the, them allowing me the space to, even if I write 90% of the material, yes, you know, they're still getting the credit because they, they still, you know, they're, they're putting their in, input on there. Their, their intuitiveness, you know, they're, you know, Nick's got pieces in there. There might be songs that I've written, you know, a hundred percent on, but then he's come in and been like, Hey, do this instead of this. And right. like being allowed to be me, you know, and, and do what I what I really like to do, really want to do, instead of being held back or in a certain like like square or box or something like. But even we'll call it like this whole new process with these guys have has been just out of this world. It's it's great. You, I I love I I speak about that a lot. I love that you said that because I always ask um, writers about that and having that free space to be creative and do what you do and feel the music how you feel it. And uh, because you really are, you're listening to that music and you're like, this is what I'm feeling. I'm going to have to sing these songs. This is important to me. It's personal to me or whatever it is, but it's, it's coming from you. And, and nobody else is going to be able to get what you give to that. And if they appreciate that, then it makes it easy, just like you appreciate them and what they bring to the table, you know? And so uh, I, I love that. As, once again, as a writer, as a writer. <laughs> I love the fact of being able to do what I can do, man. It's a great feeling to do, so, so while I say you are now a three-piece and have had a few lineup changes, even though you're four now, you do have Matt as the bass player. Okay, welcome, Matt. Welcome, man. Uh, listen, yeah, William said you're really that guy, so it's all love, man. You know, li li looking forward to listening forward to you know. So, how taxing has this been on you and your vision for Hollow Intent? Um, I mean, let's let's be honest. Like, it yeah. can get pretty taxing, right? Like, mm -hmm. when you go through lineup changes, or even if you don't go through lineup changes, it doesn't matter either way. It, you know, there are there are certain speed bumps that are taller than the than the previous ones or the next ones, and right. It could be a little bit difficult to get over sometimes. And, you know, sometimes you need to take a step back or just push through them or go around them or whatever. But um, in the end, it isn't about how taxing it is. It's about how you re like, it's about how you react to the to that taxation, you know, and, and how you like come back from it, honestly. So, yeah. Oh, no, love, love, love. So with two magnificent musicians, now three, like Nick and Caleb and Matt, it seems you have the right individuals to take it to that next level. So what do you feel they bring to the band individually that exceeds their predecessors? I mean, honestly, like, you know, of course, give credit to all my predecessors. They're all, you know, good, talented musicians in their own way. Mm -hmm. They have their own thing. Um, these guys, they, you know, they have a different vision. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with it, right? Right, like they're right. 100%. And, you know, they just bring a different fire. They bring... You know, they they give me the space, but also contribute in their own way. Caleb is, 
I found Caleb through another project I was trying to join and then just grabbed them with me, <laughs> um, you know, and, you know, he did a, uh, a cover of Currents. I don't know if you know that band Currents. Um, they're kind of technical, they're, they're, but they're absolutely disgustingly good. Uh, played with them at Blue Ridge. And they're just down to earth guys. Right. Anyways, he did a drum cover of their song and was like 95% spot on. And I was like, that's mm, the guy. Right. Um, and, you know, he just brings a different motivation and, you know, a different kind of atmosphere to it. He kind of keeps us on our toes with, you know, being healthy and and motivated um, and just, just keeping that going, Nick. Nick is great. Uh, his, his style, my style overlap, but he comes with a different mentality as far as music and music theory goes. So mm-hmm. his contribution to the music and helping me out when I'm like, bro, I need to take care of this. And he's like, got it. Right. You know, and Matt's Matt's the the hard hardware guy. Like he's very good at like building things. And, you know, he's he's great at, you know, having that that go for it attitude. So everybody has that and that's that's exactly what's needed right and, you know, if you have any anything less than that from anybody in any group it doesn't matter it's never going to work if you have that if everyone has different goals in mind it's never going to work right right and there's nothing wrong with you having a different goal you just have to communicate it oh well you're, you're a unit so you want to have yeah so you want to be yeah. moving in the same direction as i always say you want to be on in the same book, same page, same word, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, you definitely want to do that, man. And, and, it, and it feels like you guys have that. So once again, looking forward to what you guys are going to do, man, indeed. And, 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 and looking back at the beginning of the band, other than the previous players, we're going to move beyond them. Has your outlook for what you want the band to be changed at all? Um, not really. Mm-hmm. My outlook for the band was to make an impact on one person's life, okay. aside from all. whether that was if nobody that if there was nobody listened to us and the bandmate, one of the four or 50,000 bandmates that may have right. was impacted by the music and the lyrics. And that's all that matters to me. Right. Um, truly, because music is a universal language. It transcends gravity, it transcends time and everything. Right. It brings right. us all together as, as one, no matter what genre. So as long as it impacts one person and these songs with these guys have brought out a, I've always written in a negative fashion, mm-hmm. just like most rock music, like, right. It's always, <laughs> you know, it's always about the depression and anxiety and certain life experiences, but this new music, they've brought out a whole different attitude in me, including some life events that I went through, you know, so that combination, you know, it's just, it's, it's just maintaining that positivity as to why I started it in the first place. Indeed, indeed. So, so you're you you do most of the writing, correct? Correct. Touch on that again. You do most of the writing. So, how do you guys come as far as music wise as the collective uh, of what you're doing? You know, song structure and things like that. Are you like, hey, this is what we're gonna do, or you let the them do their thing? Who has the ideas? Where do the ideas come from of creating <laughs> music? I'd say a lot of the ideas come from my side. Okay. However, Nick has his share, and he's. Like, because he's very in the box when it comes to writing, which is mm-hmm. perfect for what I need. Because okay. sometimes I'm like out in left field. I'm oh, like, right. we should do this. And he's like, no, don't do that. Right. So he he kind of pulls me back and he's right. like, calm down, Pecos Bill, you know, <laughs> you know, and then, you know, but then I'm like, all right, let's get outside the box. Let's, let's figure out a way to put one foot inside and one foot outside. Right. And, right. You no, know, it's. I'd say even though the physical writing part is mostly in my court, 
mm-hmm. the overall contribution is equal. So, and in and, and, and every other way. So, I mean, you know, most of the writing does come from my end. However, I still give everyone the opportunity to just be like, hey, what do you think? What do you think I should add? How do you think it should progress? So on and so forth. So, indeed. Yeah. No, no, good thing. Good thing. So, so let's let's talk about this monster EP. Okay. And, and, uh, all elements from the production, orchestration, vocals, they're excellent, bro. They really Thank are. You. That's 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 the way I feel, man. I, I like to be I, you know, I'm the Lord. I gotta be honest. What else could I be? <laughs> <laughs> you know? So would you say that this is still the hollow intense sound? And will we get more bangers like burn on the next project? Honestly, these, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, You know, with, with the next stuff that's coming out, it's a massive step in evolution in our sound. You still have that hollow intense, that, that nostalgic late, you know, nineties, early two thousands, you know, rock vibe groove to it Mm -hmm. with some modern elements, right. You know, it's not overdone with sense or anything like that, but there's a lot more production that's involved in it to give it some more dynamics, lower valleys, higher peaks, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and you're just like a lot of the stuff is a bit more. It, there's there's a lot more eclectiveness when it comes to the music. There's we've never had a song that's all scream. We have one that's in there now. We've never had okay. a ballad that talks about heartbreak. We do now, right? right, like, right. I mean, there's so much that's in, in inside this new stuff but it's all still positive in a way so you know like this new stuff is completely it's like 10 steps ahead of what we did with monster yeah so it's all it's but, but it is all about you know maturing and growth and and moving ahead you don't want to stay in the same place all the time and um right. i mean you know i mean some some bands are like this is the formula we have it's, it, it works you know but i you know i always think that is there's, there's there's a need for growth to me, you know, as, as we get older and I know, you know, you guys are some youngsters, you know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm much older, but uh, just as we grow, you know, we just see things because we live life and we learn and, and life lessons and, you know, whether we're married or, or, you know, relationships as you were speaking about having a ballad and I don't, I'm not sure what that ballad is about, you know, you might, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, a heartbreak, heartache or, or whatever it is, or great times, you know, love. As my wife just told me the other day, she said, I just remember you used to write songs about women all the time. And I used to try to make her understand that I wasn't writing music about other women I was taking and putting her in those places. And, and you know, it kind of just it kept me out of trouble with, with things because I said, even though you're not thinking that it's you, that's you. And I'm just putting you in a different light. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, that's what writers do. And <laughs> <laughs> William is a writer now, and he understands that very get to going and 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 the things that we see you know everyday things that we see because i have pulled you know from friends uh i might pull something from this conversation you know things that just spark my mind so uh yeah man it, it's it's just the everybody coming together and, and just being one and, and creating something magical and beautiful man and, and and i just feel you guys are definitely doing that man so just, just 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 handling your business man so with with you being a trained audio engineer, 
how involved are you with the mixing and mastering process? Because are you guys doing, do you guys bring anybody else in for the production? And, and what are you doing? Because I know reading your stuff, I see you have some other people doing some stuff. So how? I'm running so my I, mouth, but yeah, I, yeah, go ahead. No. Yeah, you good, you good. Um, so I'm handling, mo I handled most of the pre-production process, okay. right? Long structure, basic necessities for putting the song together. Mm -hmm. Pre-vocal. I didn't record any of my vocals here. Oh, really? So, um, I wanted to leave that a hundred percent open mm -hmm. and, um, the gentleman that we're using Jake, uh, from, uh, studio Harrison, him and I have known each other about 10 years now. He, yeah. he's taught me a lot of what I know when it comes to audio production. He's taught me a lot of what I know when it comes to singing. Okay. Um, and he's just a, he's, he brings a whole different element of pushing me vocally on this new stuff that, you know, Last the last when we wrote Monster, it was mostly like I wrote it with the intent of writing and singing at the play, playing playing and singing at the same time. Right. Whereas now I wrote the song without even thinking about playing and singing it. Mm. So I'm challenging myself, and he and like okay, and I come in with a certain vocal polyrhythm, and I'm like, hey, I want to do this. He goes, that sounds like you can play and sing at the same time. Let's make it harder for you. So. Oh, <laughs> You know, but it's a good thing. Like he brings different sets of harmonies, different like, you know, rhythmic ideas when it comes to that. You know, even struck song structures. You know what I mean? And just we think on the same level, but you know, he's just somebody else that pulls me outside of that box. And you know, we're coming up on finishing up the last uh, last three songs this month. Awesome. So, and uh, you know, he's you know, I handled the pre production, but he's doing a lot of like on hands-on production with me um even you know teaching me some things while i'm you know, like hey when you go back into the files to resend me this stuff make sure you do this or that you know yeah. before you do that you know try doing this and you know just just giving me you know tips and tricks on and different methodologies to be able to just be better at what i do so he's a he's all around he's he's such a a great person and a great asset to have on our team so. i got you so how how long have you been working with this young man? Um, because you, well, first of all, before you answer that, let me, let, let me say this. For <laughs> you to be a person that is open to hear what somebody else and, and believe in that and trust in that when somebody else is telling you something, because, you know, somebody, somebody just might say something like, you're like, man, what are you talking about, you know? But you're open to his suggestions and things that you feel can make you a better uh, artist, a better singer. Uh, that's a beautiful thing. Once again, I say that a lot. Beautiful. Uh, I mean, I I keep looking at myself when I say beautiful, but it's it's like <laughs> <laughs> he laughed a little bit hard, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no. It's like it's like walking by the mirror in the morning and doing a double take. I do it. Sexiest man alive, right there, baby. I know, listen, I know about deficiency. I know, I know anyway. So <laughs> the fact that you can be that open and listen to him and hear him. So so why do you feel that he is that guy um, that you you work with? I guess you've worked with him for a while now. So so what is it about him that is just makes him that guy? Well, honestly, first off, um, you know, somebody with severe ADHD like I do, like it's it's hard to focus. And when you have ADHD, like humans are habitual creatures, but when you have ADHD, habituality is, is super important. You know, music production gives me the ability to control the environment, and okay. that's my release on my sense of control, right? 
And then you have, you know, the fact that, like, I call him my friend. He's a really good friend of mine, Mm -hmm. Jake. And, you know, being able to walk in, there's two reasons. Number one, you can hit delete on the keyboard anytime, right? (laughs) Right, right. Most people don't get that. They want to go into the studio. They're like, we're going to do it my way. Nah. If it makes it better, I want to hear it, right? Mm. So, and you know, because you probably know, like you might hear a melody in your head, but then you put it down and you're like, it does not work with this. Right, right. Indeed. So, you know, it's it's just like that. There are ideas that I've come to the table where he's like, that's spot on, bro. Mm-hmm. And then there's ideas where he's like, I don't like that. We're going to redo it. And I'm like, right. okay, let's go. <laughs> you know, one of the songs we did, we rewrote the chorus probably three or four different times. Mm. We found the right one. Indeed, man. So, I I trust him, and that's the biggest thing. Is I know he's not going to harm my music. I know he he's going to uh, capture the vision that I have and enhance it tenfold. You know, I trust him with that. And I'll be hundred percent honest. If anything comes out of this project going forward, like, and I get into another studio somewhere, I will fly him out to do my vocal production. I don't care. Wow, like, wow. That, that's what I would do. That's saying a lot because you just said that that word trust. That small mm-hmm. word, which is gigantic. You said yep. that you trust him. You said it a few times, and that means a lot. So Jake from State Farm, he trusts you, bro. He trusts you. He's wearing khakis. <laughs> I don't have a problem wearing cowboy khakis a whole lot. <laughs> no, if you guys haven't, you know, Studio Harrison is his is the is the name on the Facebook page and the, and the website. Make sure you go check it out. He's he does all kinds of genres and he's very good. So make sure you go check. And where's he located? Ten minutes from me here in Wilmington, really? North Carolina. In, in Wilmington, also. L- listen, so I have people I go to. I do a lot here, and then you know I'll send it off to Matt in Texas, and we'll do our thing. But I can always feel like you know just better mics because you know for voices and all kinds of things, man. There's so much stuff that can be done, you know, mm-hmm. and uh. I'm 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 loud anyway. Usually they're just like, hey man, back up away from the microphone a little bit, man. Back up, you know, it's just like me just being who I am. But now, nah, man, it's 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 good to have people like that in your corner. And and I want to move to asking about, and which is still with this, is what kind of team do you have? Do you have a great team behind you that pushes you and supports you? Because uh as Corey Lowry always told me, he's like, Lord, you got to have that team, man. That team means so much to you. So what does the team mean to you? Honestly, team mean is everyone. Now, first off, I'd like to say I don't believe in sacrifices. I believe in decisions, right? Okay. So, you know. Hold on, never... hold, on, hold, on, hold on, I'm cutting you off. Explain that a little bit more to me. You don't believe in sacrifices. You believe in decisions. Expound on that for me. I'm really into this now. I'm, I'm into what you're saying. <laughs> Don't get me started because I don't no, believe I in- want you to be started no, because I, I really honestly know. Speak on it, please. All right. So it all starts honestly with like with uh, with motivation and luck. Right. I don't believe in motivation. I don't believe luck either. I don't believe any of those exist. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that ties into sacrificing. Right. Like you have to make a decision either way. You're either going to do this or you're going to do that. Okay. And, you know, either way, you have to be confident that it's going to be what you do, what you do, what you make of that decision is what you get in return of that. So, you know, I'm never going to sacrifice when I, when I start sacrificing things or assuming mentally that I'm sacrificing something, I instantly have regret mm. by making a decision. There's no such thing as regret anymore. So then that comes out of my vocabulary as well. Mm. So 
I make a decision and that's that. I live with that. I love that. And, and I'm glad that I asked you to really define that and explain that more for me because I don't live my life with regrets. I make decisions and it's mm -hmm. either a good one or a bad one. And I just live with it and I can't yeah. go back and change the things that I've done, you know? So a lot of times, you know, there's some people that, you know, within my life have been like, oh, you don't have any regrets of the shit you've done. I'm just like, listen, I apologize for doing those stupid things, but it was mm -hmm. just life lessons. And now got to either move on or I said, cause I can't sit there and swim in that. I can't do it. Can't swim in all that like that. There's, there's no need for it. I'm not a person that wants to feel bad. And so I know how visual I am and how I go through things, man, I'll, I'll kill myself. So no, I just, I just move on. And yeah, if, if, yeah. if people think of their life as a, if they, if you think of your life as a business, mm -hmm. what good is if you make a bad business decision, which every business owner does, that's right. That's right. If you make a bad business decision, businesses make decisions. They don't make sacrifices, right? So if you make a bad business decision or life decision, yeah. are you going to sit there and lose money by thinking about what you could have done? Right. Or are you going to try to find a way to make money right. by not doing what you did before? Right. Same thing. Now nah, nah, you're on point with that, man. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, a segment of uh, educating you, as I say, <laughs> sometimes we will educate you on this show. And that definitely was good for me. And I hope good for you also. I don't smoke, but smoke a cigarette if you need. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like reading a philosophy book, man. You get two sentences, you get a cigarette. Like, <laughs> oh man, all love, all love, devil. Oh. So, what should we expect from the new music in the works, and 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 when should we expect it to drop? So, we're looking at sometime early spring. Mm -hmm. Okay. We are. We actually just. Um, we're going to be recording one of potentially three music videos starting mm -hmm. at the end of this month. Okay. So, uh, with Black Plate Productions, mm -hmm. um, who, by the way, is not only a fantastic cinematographer, he's Garrett is also a fantastic production or producer. Um, he has the best drum room I've ever heard in North Carolina, mm. right next to Jamie King. <laughs> um, you know, like, anyways. I'll give people credit all day. Um, but, yeah. but uh no, um, you can expect a whole evolution. Um, there's some, you know, there's what you call you know, dad rock that's in there. There's some, <laughs> you know, there's some stuff that wouldn't go on the radio. There's mm -hmm. there's there's some aggressiveness, there's some, you know, back and forth, there's a little bit of both. I mean, there's a whole like I said before, there's a scream song on there, and there's a there's a ballad on there for heartbreak, then there's you know, some radio stuff, and there's just a couple of fun ones. So, right. Well, well, I, I think that is cool that you're reaching out to grab more people than just one specific thing. Not there's nothing wrong with that, but you're able to grab an album, an EP of music of of an artist, and and let them take you on that journey, that ride, that roller coaster ride up and down of life and fun times and maybe heartache and whatever. There's nothing. Once again, nothing more beautiful than that, man. That's a, a wonderful thing to have. And I know that's how I feel about it. Because I like mm -hmm. for somebody to really take me on a journey when I'm listening to their music. You know, I don't want to just headbang the whole time. I don't want to just be, you know, I mean, you, sometimes we're in, the, in that mood. You know, we're in that mood to do that. But then if you could just really listen and hear multiple things and different kind of things, man, 
Dude, Star said did that their first album. Sahaj did a fantastic job producing yeah. that. Yeah. You know, from start to finish, it's like listening to a sci-fi movie. I mean, there's it's perfect. <laughs> no, that's awesome, like, man. That's that's the way it's supposed to be to me. Anyway, that's that, that's the way I I see it. So we're getting close to the end. I, now now it's like I, don't know, I, I might want to think of some other things to start asking because I'm enjoying. Man, look, I enjoy this so much, man. I'm trying to tell you guys, I enjoy <laughs> this. I enjoy my guests. I enjoy hearing your perspective and 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 where you're coming from. So when I'm asking these questions as I'm listening to your catalog and your music, it's when I'm writing these questions because I'm just like, okay, that sparks me there. Okay, I like the way he said this. Or man, just like I said, when you went from the transition from the, the screen back to the melodic and melodic to scream, just like, that is beautiful. It was seamless. It was effortless. So I was just like, wow, how much has he practiced this? You know, or did it just come to him just naturally? He's just that guy. You know, so those things like that, man, it just, I, I really am enthused about what's going on with this, man. And, and, and I see everything. I laugh a lot because I'm so doggone visual. So every time you, when you said Jake the first time in my mind, I said Jake from State Farm and I can just <laughs> see, the, see the thing. I don't know how he looks, but I'm picturing him. So I picture everything. So everything that you have talked about, you know, from I, I haven't seen Matt yet, but I've seen Caleb and Nick. But Matt, you know, it's just kind of like I have a picture of this bass player. I don't know what it is, but it, I have it in my head. So anyway, <laughs> man, it's just who I am. And I'm, I'm, I'm crazy like that at times. So what makes Hollow Intent? a must watch and listen because what you see on the cover is not what you get in person. Mm. So, you know, we will go play a show and people will hang out with you. You know, where, where I, I see too many times where, you know, bands are, they think too highly of themselves or whatever. No, like there are people that were from us with us from the beginning. I'm good friends with, mm-hmm. you know, witnesses in my in my wedding you know like like i mean and they're super fans of ours you know right right there's a guy that was printing out you know our posters for zero dollars you know give him a little back to see behind the scenes taste you know what i mean right right but but, you know it's we're gonna hang out with you you know we're gonna i'm gonna ask you you know do you have any kids how are they doing what are they planning on doing i'm gonna hang out with your kids right you know like it's you never, and then people will say, you know, who's the singer in your band? Mm-hmm. You know, and then we get on stage, we're like these first we're these down, cool, down to earth people. We get on stage, and it's like, okay, we're just gonna start mopping faces. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> so you know, that's really like, and that's because we have fun with it, but you know, that, that's really what it's about, you know, like just getting to know everybody, and you know, and that's what they can expect. You know, you might see us in the cover and they're like, they're probably just like every other, you know, band that's out there. And, you know, just you don't have to like our music, but you can still like us as people. And that's really what counts. 100%. So. And, and and I guess that something that I learned also, and, and I know it's just me. I can remember being on stage and, you know, I'm playing with Stuck Mojo and we're doing songs like Monster and 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 some of the, and I'm like, I'm up there, you know, I'm six foot five at the time, 300 pounds, you know, and I'm like, I'm ready to kill everybody. That, that was my, my, my <laughs> attitude when I'm on stage, even though I would smile once in a while, but I just still had what I felt the music meant to me. And I'm just like, this is how I'm going to approach this. And, you know, sometimes, and not sometimes, when I would get off that stage and talk to people, 
some people were afraid to come talk to me, not knowing that I'm a super nice person. And so they were just like, um, we were in Osnabrück, Germany, and we were uh, with Volby. And mm-hmm. uh, we had toured with Volby. And so I see this big, tall guy. I mean, he's, I'm 6'5", so he's probably close to seven feet tall. He's a big dude. So all of a sudden, I see them over pointing at me, and I'm just like, you know, what, what's going on? You know, this is all, but they're pointing at me. And the next thing I know, here he comes with these two young ladies. And he's just like, they want to come talk to you, but they're kind of scared of you because, you know, when you do your eyes like this and whatever, they're like, <laughs> and I know what I do. And then he's like, they were definitely scared of you. And then they come over and they were just like, you're just the sweetest person. You're just a big teddy bear or whatever like that. I'm just like, that's my stage persona. But now mm-hmm. this is me and, and I want to know you guys and I want to have have a conversation with you and, and let you know that you are appreciated for coming mm-hmm. out here and buying merch, spending time, uh, you know, to watch us do what we do. That means a lot. You know, it, it, it really does. And, you know, you're out here singing songs and everything like that. So, I, listen, I agree 100 percent with you, man. There's nothing like having them show you that love. And, uh, you know, we're going to still do what we do regardless. But mm-hmm. that is the icing on the cake when they show you that love. And and being on that stage is a drug like no other drug. And, you know, it's, it's like getting a tattoo, man. There's no other feeling like it. Well, well I've never had a tattoo. But I love, but I love tattoo culture, though. No, <laughs> I, I think it's some of the coolest shit ever. I have seen some people with some of the most amazing, amazing tattoos, and I mean, just beautiful individuals. And I'm just like, wow. You know, I have, uh, last thing I, I I get to run in my mouth. I can't help it. I'm sorry. You know, I'm a writer. I'm a front man. It's what we do. <laughs> what we do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, a very good. I, I call him family. He He's not calling family. He is family. Pierre Heinemann. And, uh, you know, he's in Germany. And so the first time I came over with Stuck Mojo, you know, saw him. He came and he came to multiple shows, man. He's even flown other places to come see us. And then the next time we came over, he had put my face on his arm. He had tattooed my logo, you know, on his arm. And, man, I just looked at him. He said, I know you think I'm crazy. I said, no, I don't think you're crazy. I just think that that is one of the most beautiful things that has humbled me more than you would ever know, that you would think that much of me. So I embrace the fans. I embrace them, and I am thankful and grateful for every opportunity that I have to perform in front of somebody or do this show and and have William on this show and we're doing what we do. So thank you once again, man. I really, really appreciate you. This has been a blessing and a really good time, man. A good conversation for me, man. I don't know where you are, but I know where. I know where I <laughs> no, man. We appreciate you, but you know, letting us, you know, come on here and and talk about us and you know, share some credits with everybody and. You know, it's, it's what it's all about, man. And everyone's everyone's part of it. And, you know, everyone down to giving us interviews and talking about us to our fans, wanting to be a part of the process to our team at Distilled Entertainment and, you know, all these other, you know, great pieces. Like, it's you can't do it without a team. Indeed. And, and I just want to big up Distilled Entertainment. And, man, listen, those are my brothers, man. I, I love those guys. I love their families. I love them. They are family to me. And there's nothing that I wouldn't do for them, man, because they, they they mean a lot to me. And so anytime you or you, y'all are ready to come back, whenever you're going to drop it or do whatever, please, it's nothing to it. It's 
a, a word. I, I got you. I'll make time for you. There's there's nothing to it. You know, just like I said, I, I might even have to bump some people for certain people, you know. Hey, that's just a family thing. You know, it's all love, you know. I expect that beer to be bigger when we come. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all love, man. It really is. So my very last question that I ask everybody the same question is, what was the last song you listened to? Last song that I listened to was um, called "Way Out" by a band called Colorblind. Colorblind, way out. Yeah, love to ask that question because you never know what we're listening to. I I always believe we as musicians and lovers of music, we listen to a lot of things more than people would really know. So yes, indeed. So you said Colorblind and Way Out. Yep, that's the name. That's the name of the song. It's called Way Out. Yeah, uh, just dropped it. I think like a week or so ago. Yes, uh, they're like. Uh, a different version of nothing more. They're so oh. energetic. They're very, very heavy hitting and great production. Give them a listen. Indeed. Well, I, I, I definitely plan on doing it. Every time somebody says something to me, I go out there and listen every single time. So there you that's, go. That's, that's definitely what's up. Well, young man, if you wouldn't mind, please give the people again, because you kind of did it earlier, the information of where they can get in touch with you guys and see you guys or social media and all those good things. All right, awesome. You can go to our link tree. It's linktree slash hollow dot intent. You can go there. All of our lists for our websites are there. We're all we're everywhere. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, your sister's ass. Um, you know, all that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got that from uh Vic Dominito. He's he's so funny. Anyways, no, like you can find us everywhere, you know, hollowintent.com, you know, everywhere. <laughs> All right, so check us out. Let us know how, what you think. If you don't like us, let me know what you think. I'll give you a thumbs up. So <laughs> it's okay. Indeed. And, and as he said, remember, check your sister's ass. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Did you watch your ass? <laughs> so great. Wild dude. But once again, man, I appreciate you. And if there's anything else you want to say. You know, the floor is yours. You want to talk that talk? You can step and listen. Let it be known if there's anything else you got to say. I mean, I don't know. I'm just asking. All right, cool. So uh, with the little bit that I have left, there are two things that I mentioned before. Motivation doesn't exist, and neither does luck, and I'll tell you why. If you look up the definition for motivation, it's the will or desire to do something. So if you don't want to do it, don't say you're not motivated. Just say you don't want to do it, right? And luck doesn't exist because luck is basically, you know, a uh, degradation. It is a, a crutch for people who uh, are jealous because you're more successful or have done something that they've wanted to do and they can't achieve that because they don't have the willpower to do it or desire to do so. So either do you know, right? Like whatever it is that you want to do, make that decision. There's no such, don't worry about being motivated. You either want it or you don't, right? Right, 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 right. If you want it, go get it. Just what, that simple. What, what did um uh, Star Wars, what is it? You do or do not. There's no try. <laughs> you do or you do not. I love, right. listen, thank you again for that. That was great, man. I'm glad you said that. I think that's going to help a lot of people, man, because that was good. I'm telling you, that was good, man. I appreciate <laughs> that, man. Ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's, it's what we do. It's what we bring to you. We bring, we're not bringing you the regular kind of BS. We're bringing you something that's going to entertain you and educate you sometimes. And uh, <laughs> William has just educated you guys. <laughs> my, brother, my brother, once again, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you very, very, very much. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Yes, indeed. So, ladies and gentlemen, once again, you know who it is.
It is the Lord. Nelson, that is from the podcast Live and Loud with the Lord on the CMS Network with Five Royals Entertainment with the amazing, with the amazing, with the amazing. Got to say it three times. Yes, indeed. <laughs> William Baker from all over here. Hey, man, thank you so much, bro. I really appreciate it, man. And, uh, I appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, All right, man. We'll be good. Enjoy the rest of your day, man. And say hello to everybody. Welcome, Matt. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I will be good. If right, not, name it after me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate you, bro. You're a wild dude. <laughs> I'll see you, bro. Take care.
Ha 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 